Hey, welcome to The Centre Podcast. We're a church based in Dural, Sydney, who love Jesus and want to share the message of hope that he brings for all people. We pray that you're blessed by this word and that it reveals God's love for you in a new way. Enjoy. All right, so get in the game. That is the motto of the video. One of the things that I was reflecting on and preparing for this week is that we're unique as a church. We don't have to go out into the community. In fact, where I am standing right now is a court. We have a community of sports people around us. All I have to do is just go out from my office and there is mission. Before we launch into Let's Be Chaplains, let's be reaching out to the sports people who are here. I think it's helpful as a church and for me as the new senior pastor to unpack a theology of sport. Now when I say that, a theology of sport, people look at me think, there's no Bible verse about sport. You can't just type in there, thou shalt play sport and it's in there. And so what happens is, is that we kind of segment life. We have a sacred part, which is all the prayer and Bible reading and leading devotions, and sort of the secular life, the things like sport or cooking dinner or, or doing things like that. And if I was to ask you this question and rank it in order of importance, these four things, what would you say? So here's the options. Firstly, attend your child's soccer game. Option two, lead a Bible study. Three, um, volunteer at a local nursing home. Four, share Jesus with a non-Christian neighbor. Now, each and every one of those options, and there's lots more we could think of, they have importance. And in understanding Sports Sunday, it's critical for us as Christians to see that actually sport can be an act of worship. In, in playing in the community, in just exercising one-on-one, that can be you reflecting God's glory. And if you understand that, then it gives you an impetus for mission. Understanding that actually this thing that I find fun and enjoyable, you know what I can do with it? I can use it to connect with people so they can come into the kingdom. Now, one of the things in church history was that the early church, it was influenced by Greek theology, uh, Greek thinking called like Plato or Socrates or others. And there's a great church thinker by the name of St. Augustine. And Augustine, before he became a Christian, was into Greek philosophy. And so he bought into this idea, into the church, which still permeates today. As I said before, people kind of divide life, sacred, secular. Augustine taught that, hey, the spiritual part of life is better, physical. It doesn't matter whatsoever. And in, a, in an article I was reading, which is titled, For God So Loved the World That He Played, I play on words on John 3.16, it mentions two Christian elite athletes who wrestled with this idea. How do I honor God in my sport? I sort of pray before I play, but that's about it. I think of us as a church, 
recognizing that, hey, worship isn't just here on Sundays in this space, isn't just here at Bible study or in prayer meeting. It can be right here when this is a court when we're playing together. I find it interesting. This is a question I have for the two pastors in the room. Which day of creation did God say it was good? Every day. Oh, yeah. Every day. Actually, it was day three he said it. That's when it started. But it's interesting. It wasn't the spiritual part, was it? It wasn't the heaven and the spiritual beings that were good. And on the third day, well, here we go. I'm going to test your knowledge. What happened on the third day of creation? Oh, I put, put the pressure on. Uh, separation of the land and the sea. And with that, life is born. With, with land, we have life. And every day after that, we see creation itself. Creation isn't just good. It is very good. And it's interesting in the biblical books, such as Ecclesiastes, Song of Songs, even the book of Proverbs, you won't see in there sport. You know, thou shalt play sport. But you see the Song of Songs, it's celebrating sex in marriage. This is a good thing. Ecclesiastes, the, the teacher is actually saying, hey, dance, enjoy your food, enjoy your toil. Proverbs talks again about dancing, enjoying. Um, in Psalm 104, verse 14 to 15, it talks about this idea of God creating. Um, so it says, he goes, he makes grass grow for cattle, plants for people to cultivate bringing forth food from the earth, wine to gladden human hearts. Are your life meant to be enjoyed? Oil to make your faces shine? This is it. Life is meant to be enjoyed. And as Brad read out for us, Colossians 3, 17, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Love that verse. Whatever you do. Whatever you do, give it to Jesus. The, the great famous Christian athlete, Eric Liddell, he was once asked this question. He goes, you know, if you're going to be a missionary, why do you run? What's the purpose of it? And I love his response. He says here, I quote from him, he goes, God has made me for a purpose for China, but he's also made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. Amen to that. So that idea in mind that and I'm one, I love exercise. I find it to be, I guess, obviously a physical discipline, but a spiritual one. Go for a run in nature, enjoy the sun, the rain, just the beauty around us. I actually marvel that we have been created this magnificent body that God has given us. Let's enjoy sport and exercise as an act of worship. But then it's not just that. Here at the center, sport is a strategy for mission. One of the things that Jesus did and was read out to us earlier, it's from the account of when Jesus had dinner at Levi or Matthew's house. And I love it. There's just the two categories, Jesus having dinner with the tax collectors and the sinners. The, the outcasts of society. This is where he met people. He met people where they were at. 
And in the video for Sports Chaplaincy Sunday, they talk about this idea that community sports at the heart of the local community. That is where people are at. In here, Craig tells me 3,000 people come through the doors each week. This is the heart. This is the center, so to speak, of the community. People come here because they love sport. Therefore, it makes sense for us, doesn't it? Hey, if people are here that don't know Jesus, maybe we should be here too, hanging out with them. And when I first um, applied for this role here, that was the thing that excited me. So I looked on the website. It's like, oh my goodness, I can just see the potential here of just hanging out with people all day long and being able to share Jesus with them. And maybe not every conversation will be about God or Jesus, but they're seeds, throwing it out there. On Friday, it was really cool. I put Hazel into Action Kids. Hey, how are they men? Man, I could chat to all of these parents. And one of them asked, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm the senior pastor. And they seem quite surprised by that. But it's this idea of just seed planting being present. And chaplaincy, it's no magic secret. The secret that chaplaincy is just be present. Just be present with people. It's interesting. I did a bit of history on chaplaincy and it comes from this story. I don't know if it's true or not in church history. It's this legend of Saint Martin of Tours. And he was a Roman soldier and According to the legend is that he saw this man, this beggar, at the gate of the city. And so he tore his robe in half and gave it to this beggar. Anyway, um, St. Martin was reflecting upon this act. And it made him realize, oh, that beggar is like Jesus. That act that I did, it was like I clothed Jesus Christ himself and so the cape that he gave, which is the Latin word for kappa, he made a special container for the half that he kept. And the container was called a capella. And that's where we get the word chapel from. And it's the place where Christ's robe is shared, not stored. It's an interesting thing. So I love about the curtains here. This makes it feel like the tabernacle. This is where Christ is shared. And the keeper of the cape was known as the Capellus. And that's where the word chaplain comes from. found that very interesting. It starts with St. Martin tearing his robe to give it to a beggar. That's what chaplains do. They're there to be present for people. They don't have to be sports nuts. They don't have to, you know, be good at just sharing. They don't have to be a Bible expert, I should say. They just have to be present. Cameron Butler, he was an iconic sports chaplain in Australia and was the executive director of Sports Chaplaincy Australia. He once said, people don't want religion, but they do want authentic chaplains. That's how we can be. Let's be authentic people. Now on the Sports Chaplaincy Australia website, they've got heaps and heaps of stories about how lives were impacted by the volunteer chaplain of a footy club, netball club, whatever it was, and how they just hung out at the courts, at the Oval, week after week. People got to know them, and then when there was a problem, the chaplain was there. And it's 
Interesting, one of the stories here is of Rowan, who, as Mari prayed for, her daughter Amy passed away. And Rowan, she actually, in one of the stories here, it's here that she actually chaplained the CEO of Netball New South Wales, Carolyn Campbell, through an incredibly difficult patch. And Carolyn recognized, we need sports chaplains in Netball. And so friends, that's my challenge for us. In, in Luke chapter 10, Jesus sends out his disciples and Jesus says, hey, guess what? The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. The harvest is plentiful. Look at us. We have this amazing facility, this amazing harvest, this center of the community of people who love sport. That's all we need. A few people to go, hey, I'm going to play in a team and just hang out with people that aren't yet in the kingdom. I'm going to sign my kids up and use that as a chance to interact with our community. As people will do the sports chaplaincy course and say, hey, I want to volunteer just one night a week just to be around here, just to get to know the people who come through these doors. Anyway, it takes time. You might not see much fruit instantly. But if you're present, if you're caring, when the time comes, that's when chaplaincy shines. That's the chance when Jesus can be revealed to people. So I just love it. I absolutely love that God has called me here. I can fulfill both my passions. Love sharing Jesus. Love teaching the Bible. Also love sport. I think, oh God, you have a sense of humor that I can be called to this wonderful place. Be able to share his love with those that do not yet know him. And will you come on that journey? Come on that journey with me to share Jesus in this place. To be the hands and feet of Jesus. The workers in the harvest. So one of the amazing things with Jesus, I just love, and this is, again, why I can see sport as an act of worship, is that you look throughout the Bible, I once read that Jesus just ate his way through the kingdom. He just hung out with people. He just shared life with them. That's all we need to do, is share life with people around us. Be the seed, be the step, declaring the love of God to those around us. Will you join me in prayer? Let's just pray for the work of the center here and our amazing opportunities that we have to share God's love. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for who you are. And just in this country, Australia, that sport has just such a foundation in the lives of people. We thank you for the vision that you gave to Jewel back in the 90s. Like Brian, who just saw that sport can be a way to engage our community. And Lord, we just thank you that we just have this amazing, amazing harvest here. And Lord, it doesn't take much effort for us just to go out and be Jesus to the community around us. So we just pray for the chaplains that week in, week out, just volunteer their time in being your hands and feet. And Lord, we just pray that we can get into the game and see that the sports that we love to play can be an act of worship to you and also a bridge to show people who you are and how to live as transformed people and reflect the image that you created them to be in. 
And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to help others discover this channel. Check out the description if you want to find out more or get in touch with us at the Centre Dural. But in the meantime, praying for God's hand over you as you continue to step into everything Jesus has in store for your life. Be blessed.